life. I was five? No, sorry. <laughs> no, I did go to Jesus camp, and they teach you there that sex between two people is a relationship between two people and God. And that always sounded like a cuckold situation to me, you know? <laughs> like, there's a guy and a lady, and Jesus comes down, like, and just starts, like, fucking with the lady. And I guess this is how people have sex. I don't know. Is this, like, locomotion? <laughs> um, I swear I get laid. But then, like, the guy, so Jesus and the lady are fucking, and then the guy is, like, over in the corner watching. Like, yeah. Now use the belt, Jesus. Yeah, now bless that pussy. <laughs> Jesus loves you, this you know. <laughs> For the Bible tells you so. <laughs> no, no one else went to Jesus camp and sang that song? <laughs> and thought of that? <laughs> uh, it's my first time in San Francisco. You have so many hills. I'm expecting much toner legs from everybody, from <laughs> all the hills you climb. I give it to all of you. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, he was, he was kinky. That guy, yeah, that guy got nailed to a cross. That's the only thing that would get him off. Who else is metal enough to do that? <laughs> That's what I thought. Wusses. I feel like, like, we don't know what happened the first 30 years of Jesus' life. It's just like he was born and then one day he became 30. It just skipped over that whole part. Very unhealthy. They, they are terrible movie writers. But, like, I feel like he did the first 30 years, he did the most volatile stuff... And then crucifixion was the only way to top all of that, you know? Because <laughs> they couldn't sell the Bible with all of that stuff in it. That would have been... That would have been hot. <laughs> um, oh, right. Thanks for reminding me, guy. Support local comedy. Um, my granddad died today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, he died 45 years ago today. Uh, in my fantasy novel. Did I not say that? Guys, thank you so much. Oh, my name's Dan. Well, you can catch a case without getting caught and everybody's on the spot. So I should warn you, it's still raining game. All right, next up, you know him, you love him, it's Max Eddie. Everybody getting scratch off sacks and packs. Keep it going for Justin, guys. How the fuck are we doing on Friday? Hell yeah, there we go. I just, it, that question always goes better if you say, how the fuck are we doing? If you say, how the heck, people are just like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you're having a good time. That's, that's fine. Now, you know what's funny is my mom actually tried to raise me to not swear. She was just like, you should never swear. It makes you look dumb, okay? And she would, she would like replace swear words with the word bless. Like she would just swap them out. And uh, I don't know if anyone else experienced that, but it doesn't fucking work. Like it's, it's pretty obvious that it doesn't. It's like watching like a TNT version of a Tarantino movie. 
Like you're watching Reservoir Dogs and you're just like, okay, he's gonna cut a guy's ear off. I don't care if he's saying snitch or bitch. Like that's, doesn't matter. Like it's, I know what's happening. Who are you fooling? Yeah. And all that really happened is I just didn't ever learn what the word bless meant. Like <laughs> that fucked me up. Like the first time I sneezed and someone said, oh, bless you. I was just like, fucking bless you too, dickhead. <laughs> all I, did, I just sneezed. You don't have to be a fucking bless hole, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's silly, man. Um, oh yeah, um, I mentioned this a lot. I'm uh, I'm bisexual, um, which is cool. Uh, I realized ever since I came out, like all my straight friends, like we didn't have like a gay friend in our group before, so I'm like they're like rounding up to gay for me, so we have a gay friend. Um, and I know that because like we'll talk about going out, and they'll be like, okay, we're gonna hit the bars, you know, we're gonna meet some ladies. Max, you're gonna be the wingman, obviously. <laughs> Like, what's fucking obvious about that? First of all, I'm still, I don't want to be the wingman. I want to be the, the bird that gets pussy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what the metaphor is with wingman, but whatever. That's a, wingman is also just a dumb, dumb thing. Like, I'm not going to be somebody's wingman. At a, like, I'm not going to a bar and buying $12 PBRs to be your sexual lobbyist. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's stupid. Like, why do you, that's like some fourth grade shit. Like, hey, uh, can you go talk to that girl and tell her I like her? But, like, don't tell her I like like her, okay? Like, that's, did that not resonate with anyone? Okay, that's fair. It's just dumb. It just feels like you should, like, be your own wingman in life is all I'm saying. Like, go fucking talk to them, figure it out for yourself. But th my friends were like, they were really put, they're like, dude, can you just, like, dude, gay dudes, like, just know how to talk to women. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But, like, whatever, I'll do it for you. And uh, we go to the bar, and I'm like, okay, I, I got this. They're like, they pointed one out. I was like, okay, let me do this. I, I go up to her, and I'm just like, uh, excuse me, miss. Like, uh, my friend over there really wants to buy you a drink, and I don't want to talk him up too much, but his cum tastes amazing. So <laughs> it's like, it's delicious. And um, I don't think things worked out between the two of them. So. <laughs> Because uh, I banged her. So, like, be your own wingman is what I'm saying, okay? That, does that story reflect poorly on me? Clap if that is the case. <laughs> got it. Okay. Horn, definitely. Okay. Um, I've got oh, one little thing I want to do. Um, I also I have ADD. I talk about them too much, too. But um, some people, I'll talk about uh, taking Adderall, and uh, they'll be like, they're, like, against Adderall, and they're just like, did you know, Max, that Adderall is meth? Did you know that, Max? Adderall is actually just meth. And I'm just like, here's the thing. Th that is actually true, but it's like the perfect amount of meth, like in Adderall. It's like the right, it's like the Goldilocks amount of meth. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause the real, like people talk about a meth issue. The issue is really with portion control. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to take the right amount. Cause if you take too much meth, it's very clear you're taking too much meth. You know, you're tweaking on the street, you're asking people for money, a little bit of sucky sucky. But like if you take the perfect amount of meth, just the right Adderall amount of meth, Berkeley. <laughs> okay, thanks guys, bye. All right, Max Eddie, everybody. Max, way to reinforce stereotypes straight from cum tasting to meth knowledge. <laughs> that was fucked up. Uh, hopefully unrelated to uh, one of those things is Chloe Matonis. I hope you're not on meth. I hope you're not on meth. Me too. All right. Well, let me get my $2 out. Hey guys, what's up? How's everyone doing? Woo! Uh, I'm wearing this jacket because it's kind of cold. 
Last time I wore, was wearing this jacket, someone said to me, they're like, wow, either you love Back to the Future or you have a lot of confidence. I was like, I actually just like directing traffic, so uh, <laughs> neither, neither of those things. Hey guys, my comedy career is taking off. Let me tell you, my God. Last week at the grocery store, holy shit, I told a joke that was so cute that the cashier gave me a bag of overripe grapes for free. For free! I'm bringing home the produce, it's incredible. I brought it home and I squished it in my bathtub trying to make wine. My roommates hate me so much. They think I am a nightmare. Uh, I live with three men who I met on Craigslist because I hate drama and I hate attention. Uh, I came home uh, recently to them sitting around the kitchen table strategizing about how to get swole. And they, were, they had, <laughs> it was our kitchen table and there are three of them and they're engineers, all of them, obviously. Uh, and they had a notepad and they were just writing out what they were gonna do. And I was like, guys, have you tried making an Instagram account about working out? No, that seems to work out pretty well. Okay, that one needs work, that one needs work. Speaking of Instagram, I made a comedy Instagram. It's huge, guys, it's huge. Uh, <laughs> shut up, shut up. Uh, I thought people wanted to hear my, my voice, my jokes, you know, see my quirky personality. Uh, they do not, they do not. <laughs> I posted, I posted one picture of me just in a sports bra and that did 800% better than anything else on my page. So the universe is giving me mixed signs, you guys. It's like overripe grapes, booty pics. What am I gonna do? What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, let's pivot here. Uh, everyone keeps talking about serial killers. A little too much. Everyone keeps talking about serial killers a little too much. Uh, have you guys seen that movie or the uh, documentary? What is it, uh, like Abducted in Plain Sight? Yeah, that shit's crazy. Holy shit, oh my God. Um, okay, so I know I'm a good person. I'm a really good person, you guys. I'm a great person. Uh, but what does it mean if I watch that documentary and then I, <laughs> boop. <laughs> Sorry, focus. Uh, I watched that documentary and I was, I masturbated like immediately after, <laughs> like with no problems. What's up with that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm vegan, surprise. <laughs> um, so where was I gonna go with this? Oh, vegan, masturbation. The first time I masturbated was with a carrot. I don't know how to make a joke out of that. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I'll end it with this. You guys like raw dogging it. Yeah, oh yeah, you guys all love raw dogging it. Me too, I love raw dogging it, you guys. I raw dog it all the time at the grocery store because I hate using plastic bags for my produce. It's such a waste. It's so bad for the environment, you guys. I just take those veggies and I just stick them right up uh, in a tote bag. Thank you very much. <laughs>I got a boop too, I don't know if you guys heard that. Um, all right, Chloe Matonis, everyone is here one more time. All right, next up, uh, Dan Frank. Dan Frank? He already we went, we he was the guy twice? from Albany, he was great. I have gotta get better at hosting. Hang on one moment while Charity. Sorry? McHenry, is there a McHenry? 
Ah, uh, sorry, what was the name? Jacob McHenry, Jacob McHenry, all right. I promise the next intro will be smoother. Jacob McHenry, everybody. I got that oh, legendary, they call it Bubbleberry. Very pounds at the house and I ain't talking about brown. Jim off that troll till I... All right. I was watching TV earlier today. Uh, saw the show. It's called uh, Top 10 Wild Animal Attacks uh, Caught on Camera. Not sure if any of you guys have seen this. Uh, but if you have, let me know if you noticed this. Uh, wild animals don't seem to like uh, white people at all, man. <laughs> they don't. I started noticing a disturbing pattern. Every video was a white dude being viciously mauled by an apex predator. Sharks, grizzly bears, lions. Lions is when I started connecting the dots because they live in a place surrounded by black people. But you can't find one video online of a black person being attacked by a lion. Which makes me think these animals are viciously racist, man, <laughs> against white people. And I'm just the first person to notice these are hate crimes going on. So I'm just trying to bring awareness to that right now. And maybe bring some justice to Steve Irwin's death. <laughs> Fuck stingrays, man. <laughs> Speaking of stingrays, I went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium recently. I'm not sure if any of you guys have been. It's a very educational place. The thing I learned was don't ask for a bottle of water there because the workers will put you on blast real quick. I had this lady tell me, we don't sell bottles of water here, sir. If you want some water, you're gonna have to drink it out of a carton because those plastic bottles are killing the fish in the ocean. Which I thought was kind of a rude thing to say to me because I wasn't married to the idea of drinking it out of a plastic bottle. I was just thirsty. So I decided to play my part, I bought the carton of water. Which looking back, I'm glad I did because when I was done with that shit, I threw it into the ocean and I felt good in my heart about that. Because I realized I played a role in saving the ecosystem that day. I recently had a birthday. It was cool. I have an eight year old niece, she made me a macaroni necklace as a gift which everybody thought that was adorable, except for me. I feel like it was kind of a lazy gift, if I'm being honest. Like, it's hard being impressed with a macaroni necklace when you realize there are children the same age who can make a pair of Nikes from scratch. Like, we really need to up our arts and crafts here in America, or we're about to be left behind. Like, we gotta, we gotta stop the the glitter and the coloring, pick up a little bit of sewing and leather work, because nobody needs a macaroni necklace. But it's starting to get cold out here and I could use a dope jacket. All right. I have a, I uh, found out one of my coworkers is a shaman, one of those spiritual medicine men, which was weird to me because he's a white dude from Minnesota who uses the phrase cool beans a lot. Shit didn't add up. What got me curious, what are the qualifications to being a shaman? You guys are, if you guys are wondering, it only comes down to two things. One, you have to have drugs. 
But even more important than that is number two, which is you got to just start telling people you're a shaman now. Otherwise, you're just a guy who sells drugs. All right, thank you. Here come the sickest OG since Mudbone. First to flip the script and leave when I see all the butt gone. I'm all right, Jacob McHenry, everybody. I think that may have been the best child slave joke I ever heard. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, uh, continuing to fail in my hosting duties. I'll tell you who's up in just one second. All right, we're back. It's Jermaine Reeves. Jermaine Reeves in the house. He's outside. I'll be back in a second. And brothers hate me. Can't nobody for the clinic rehabilitate me. Because when the town's in the drought, I got a pound at the house, a fat ounce to the mouth. Because I'll be coming with a pound, hooking up the town, serving out the low ride late night. All right, finally, Jermaine Reeves, everybody. Hooking up the town, serving out the low ride. Thank you, guys, and I'm sorry about the um, slight delay. I was out there actually Afro-engineering some shit. Yeah, you know what that is? Uh, commonly known as Jimmy Rig. Yeah. Or I guess they would say nigger, uh, nigger rig. And let's see, I have a mask on my face and I'm gonna explain that in a second because this is my alter ego and I call myself Tab A tall, angry black guy, but this was my character after Donald Trump won so I could continue to do comedy because, you know, speaking of the Cheeto face president, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looks like he drunk a lot of tang when he was growing up or whatever. You know, but he's dividing the country lately, you know what I'm saying? He wants everybody to get in their corner and be divisive. And I knew it was fucked up because the other day I went to pick my son up from uh, preschool Come to find out, all the little white kids in the class had took their little toy building blocks. As Will was building little walls around the little Mexican kids and was like, hey, no snacks for y'all. We gonna build a wall. I said, hey, you little racist ass kids. You can't do that shit. Put the Asians ass in there too. Yeah, throw them in there. No, I'm just fucking around. See, I don't have a, a filter. You know, I'm not PC. I don't have a Mac. I just kind of say what's on my mind. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let's see what else is on my mind. I'm recently single. No, nobody gives a fuck. But uh, I had to break up with my last girlfriend because she had a split personality, and I kept getting the one that didn't suck dick. And I was like, hey, could you, like, come back to you and shit? You know what I'm saying? And speaking of ladies, uh, my new relationship, you know, my girl's like, hey, let's spice things up. You know what I'm saying? So I put some seasoning on my dick like, hey, we good? No? And uh, so I was like, let's spice things up and let's have a threesome, you know? So she says, sure. I was like, wait, you said that too quick. It's got to be a trick to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you sure we can have a threesome? She's like, yeah, as long as it's with Mark Neuer because he's really fine, you know what I mean? I was like, bitch, you say that one more time. I'll pull your braid out your fucking hair. Don't say that shit, you know what I mean? And the other fucking day, a lady walks up to me on the street. And she says, uh, Jermaine, what are you working with? 
And I was like, uh, you know, I got a little weed, little coke. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? She's like, no, 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 no. What are you working with sexually? You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, wow. That's kind of bold, but um, if you want to know what I'm working with sexually, I'm built like a baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She's like, ooh, built like a baby. That seems small. That's not good. It's like, let me, let me uh, just rephrase that. When I say I'm built like a baby, that's because I'm four pounds and 11 inches. Get it? Built like a baby. <laughs> no, I'm just bullshitting, guys. Actually, in real life, I got dick problems. You know what I'm saying? My dick's only two inches. Yeah, I can play double dust with this motherfucker, I promise you. Who needs a gym when you've got him, by the way? And speaking of my dick before I get out of here, man, believe it or not, my dick called the police on me the other day. Could you believe that shit? Fucking piece of shit. My dick called the police on me the other day and told them I have been beating them ever since I was a teenager. I was like, ain't that some bullshit? Snitch-ass dick. I would have got away with it also, right? The only fucked up part was he had two witnesses. Get it? Anyway, that's my time, y'all. It's been Ill Reese, and I appreciate that, y'all. Thank you, thank you. Sorry for the whole lot. High off when the fire and the Jackson fire. I get high off funk, high off jazz. All right. High off trees when they mix with the hash. Thank you, Jermaine, for looking more threatening than me. That was my favorite. Yeah, you're working it. Um, we got two more comics for you tonight. Number one is Michael Miles. Let's hear it. Clubs in California, I get high off burp, high off diesel. Ain't another state got grapes this lethal. Hey, thank I'm you. Right. Got some news to me. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, awesome. So I did. Don't usually do impressions, but I got I got one, maybe two. Okay, I'm just gonna try it out. This is my first as an impression of a teenager and his winning argument in debate club. You're stupid. Thank you. That was my, my teenager. And then my other one is a celebrity impression of comedian Louis C.K. Excuse me, may I masturbate in front of you? Maybe too soon. I, he should have said, excuse me first. I think that was the problem with, with Louis. Love Louis. You know, his behavior was a little bit weird. Um, okay, we're getting toward the end. I think I'm going to do my uh, some new stuff, but I wanted to try something. I want to come up with uh, working on a little sitcom I want to write. Or it's, it's basically a sitcom about a vampire. And he's a cool guy, actually. He likes to stay up late, being a vampire, likes to uh, watch little Netflix, likes to play video games, doesn't harm anyone. Super cool guy, right? But everyone gets really judgy around him. They're like, what are you, a vampire? And so he tries to be like normal, whatever normal is. He tries to sleep at night, but it's terrible. He can't sleep. He gets insomnia. He's miserable during the day. And for some weird reason, his, his skin he burns and, you know, and sun, he doesn't really get that either. So, uh, so he gets up, but you know, and the worst part of it all is actually all his housemates are morning people. I don't know if you know about these, or maybe you're one yourself, but it, they're horrible, horrible people, morning people. And every morning he gets up out of bed, feeling horrible, another night of hardly any sleep, gets into the kitchen, and, uh, and they all say, good morning, sleepyhead. And he always says, he hisses through his clenched teeth, don't talk to me until I've had my cup of coffee. Well, I guess someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, and, you know, he's, it just kind of goes from there. But it always ends happily each episode with him sucking the blood out of their neck and leaving the drained corpses on the kitchen floor. So happy ending for the sitcom. But I had like one more for you guys I wanted to do. Um, honesty. I was thinking honesty is generally the best policy, I think, except for the case of job interviews where I don't think you'd want to go in and say, 
hey guys, it's it's great here. I like it a lot. I mean, you guys seem really happy because clearly you guys really don't work that hard. I think I'd like to be here too. What do you do? It's just like basically a trained chimp could do this job. I mean, you just you just shuffle paper around the desk, right? This looks awesome. I think I'd really like to work here. I noticed you had a lot of employees. Yeah, I really don't like other people. It doesn't work for me. Tell those morons to just leave me alone as I'm pretending to work. And, uh, and you know, don't piss me off. And in fact, don't look at me. Just pay me every two weeks and just get my name straight. Don't, I don't want to hurt you. D don't make me hurt you. Anyway, have I got the job? Anyway, that would be. Thanks, that's my, that's my time. <laughs> Jews all in the mix, the tool on my side, ready to start some shit. Targets ain't hard to hit when I'm seeing dumb. All right, Michael Miles, everybody. Got one more comic for you tonight. I'll tell you a very short story about him. Earlier today, uh, one of my female friends gave me one of those European cheat kisses, and uh, he saw it, and he was like, yo, where's my kiss? <laughs> and that's the kind of relationship that we have. Uh, very uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, everybody welcome Capital P. I was uh I wasn't that nice about it. I was like, where's my fucking kiss? How you out here kissing bitches and you're not kissing capital P? Everything I done for you. All the all the times you came in and I said hi and then continued to talk to you because you're nice to me. Um I don't think I'd be doing comedy if it wasn't for me and your video. I tried to I tried to quit this month. Actually. Um I did. I didn't do comedy for like a week. I didn't write. I didn't do nothing. Except I paid to host a show here. Um and if I don't show up, there's gonna be a bunch of people standing outside mad at me. And I, I feel worse disappointing other people than disappointing myself. So I came. And I hung out with my friends. And I just talked. And I had a good time. And I made people laugh. Next day I started writing. And I think about it. And I think part of the reason I tried to quit, because I work fucking hard. I haven't gotten shit over it. Like I said, I paid to run the open mic. I ain't got shit. Motherfuckers going at half the mics I do, getting booked. But I know why, too, because they're funnier than me. I see it. I see it happen. Um, like I said, came here, saw my friends, had some laughs. Then I... Tried to see if I could write something. Then that week I got a call offering another open mic. Um, asking me to host it, to run it. Um, and I think about it, and I'm still not funny. Like, I'm still not funny. I'm still not getting booked. I know that. but I deserve it. And that's my favorite thing about Mutiny Radio. There's not a lot of people here right now. 
But everybody here gives a shit. Everybody. First time I ever hosted here. Bunch of people left. Because somebody had been booked on a show that was a rapist and they were fucking all in their cahoots about it. And I made one of my, I think it was one of my favorite jokes of all time. Because I went up, a bunch of people had just walked out in a huff. And the first thing I said was, uh, well, it looks like we got the least sensitive room in San Francisco right now. And that's exactly, it's, I wouldn't say it's the least sensitive, but everybody here is here to work. I mean, we're comedians, we got egos, we all, we think we're the shit, that's why we're here doing it, but we're here to work. Um, I don't know what I'd do with this place, Clint. That's my time. You know how we do. Hell yeah. I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah. I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah. I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell Don't let Mutiny Radio close, guys. Keep coming back. Keep donating. Spread the word. Hand out pamphlets. Bring people to Pam's shows. We got to keep this place here. I don't know what I would do with this place closed either. This is... This is... Um, I took one of those buttons that they sell that like fall apart because that's kind of the aesthetic of this place. And I like went to Home Depot and got some uh, some of that epoxy and I glazed it and I got it on my bag. I'm like, it's like, it's, you know, this place is, this place means a lot to a lot of people. Let's keep it up, all right? Thank you all for being here. This has been the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour Open Mic. Have a great night. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. Hell yeah, I'm in front of the club getting high. 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 Getting high, man, I'm self-medicating. On a magic carpet ride, I'm accelerating. What flow you hitting? This is mind elevation. Top of the world, my my final destination. We gon' shift gears like the Apollo. Coming after me, I'm a hard act to follow. Out in Europe, gambling in Monte Carlo. If I get arrested, bet I'd be free tomorrow. Off that Holland's hope, cotton mouth is hard to swallow. I'ma take the hash, Earl, you can take the bottle. Hide in the Rocky Mountains up in Colorado. Getting that green, looking like an avocado. Good meditation when I'm ripping the micro. Cannabis cup, man, I'm getting the title. You can see a tidal wave upon my arrival. Yo, put your lighters to the sky like some pyro.
Matt's Paul's Boutique. Ask for Janice when you call there for the best in men's clothing.
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. burger mutiny radio thinks you'll find the best burger in san francisco at counter offer located inside bender's bar and grill counter offers menu aims to please your drunk face tater tots are served daily on tuesday nights counter offer serves specials off the taco bell menu only better you can enjoy your favorite taco bell item without the guilt counter offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF.
Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't know anything about it, sorry. All on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can, if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes, oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media. M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast mov podcast is our handle until next time i hope you're enjoying your view yes bye bye that, that kind of sucked balls good evening there my friends here at mutinyradio.fm chester cashcock here and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there and uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? Well, my dog's sick of it. 
Listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, five days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, five days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians, bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Is this about that VR house you keep bugging me for? What if it is? I told you, I can't afford the Bitcoin. Goodbye, Jack. Once again, I cannot thank you listeners enough. I can't I can't believe there's one fucking listener, let alone like that many. So uh once again thanks. It's a weird story. Here's what I did last night. Alright, I'm gonna turn that off. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <coughs> Alright, so yesterday I got a couple fucking stories I actually really want to tell. I'm going to start with the yesterday story, though, because that's the one freshest on my brain. All right, so yesterday, fuck this. All right. So yesterday I'm out, and I was like, hey, man, let's go out and just, like, walk and, like, get like, some fresh air and move your legs and, you know, get out of the bed and... Try to break this fucking depressive streak your ass has been in and just move, move, move. You know? That type of shit. So I get up and like, I was like, well, what the fuck do you, what, name me something, motherfucker, that will make me get out of bed. Give me a location and a place and I will do it. Because that's the way my brain works. So I was like, okay, well, uh, let's go to your favorite little store. Let's go to George's Deli. 
Because remember, we are here deep in the heart of the mission from MutinyRadio.fm. By the way, amazing comedy festival coming up March 3rd, like through the 6th or 7th. And like, it's going to be awesome, man. So like, check it out. Please come down. If you're a fan, if you're in San Francisco, if you give a shit, that would be really cool, man. Because, like, Pam, I've been dealing with Pam for, like, years. And, like, every four, every fucking year around this time of year, this four fucking times I've had to deal with this. Pam gets so stressed out because nobody buys advance tickets, but people do show up, like, on the day. But she's always so stressed, and I totally get it, man. Like, dude, if this is my shit, oh, my God. Yeah, I totally get it. But, like, there's nothing. That's the thing. When I talked to her, I was like, hey, man, there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? At some point, you have to, like, just let go. And, like, I hate that fucking phrase, but let go and let God. But sort of. You just got to let go and just let the motherfucker go, dog. And just figure, you know, well, well, shit, we'll figure it out on the other end of the motherfucker. That's why I paid my dues today early, bitch. I can try to help her out. And here's another, you know, here's a hundred bucks towards your, you know. Anyway, whatever. What I was talking about. So last night, I'm out there. So I was like, all right, so what the fuck can I do? What do I want? So I picked gummy bears, which are sitting over here actually in studio which i have not opened up yet but that's besides the point so i go out and i go to the store i do my little slow bop i got my little radio with me and you know just fucking playing tunes and shit i see my old friend um god damn it i always forget her name but let's let's call her danielle that's not her name but i'm close so I see Danielle on the street. And I've known that lady for like eight, nine years. <laughs> like a long time. She's like a, she's so nice. She's so cool. She's so fun. But she is an absolute no bullshit, 100% paranoid schizophrenic with like fucking, uh, like, like, like all kinds of weird tendencies and shit, man. She's all fucked up, but she's super nice. Like when, when she, here's the thing. Here's what's weird. When she's not fucked up, she's at her best. But when she is fucked up, that's when that paranoid schizophrenia shit kicks in, like into overdrive. And like, I love knowing a motherfucker long enough where I can tell her, Hey man, you know, like if you switch on me, I'm out. I'm out, you know, like, and she was like, yeah, I get it, and she's smiling and shit, because she is so nice and friendly, man, and, like, she loves music, dude, like, oh, my God, and she loves the kind of music that I love, like, in particular, like, weird, like, 80s women singer shit, so, like, <laughs> when I played 9 to 5, she almost lost her shit, like, it was so awesome, she's singing along, we're just hanging out on this really cool corner in um uh in san francisco man down in the mission it's like fuck it i'll tell you where it is it's like on nah i can't even tell you the street it's between 15th and 14th where the fucking 
uh, the kid's school is over there. Just sitting on the corner of the kid's school on their little, like, handicap ramp and shit. Fucking cool bone poster, bone mural behind her and shit. And, like, it's so smart. Uh, it's so cool. They just redone it, so it looks really nice. And we were just sitting there bullshitting. And uh, so I went to the store. And uh, I told her I'd come back and I'd give her, like, you know, a couple of bucks just because, you know, I've known her forever. But on my way back, I forgot I wanted tea. So I stopped in this uh, this little chocolate, this really awesome chocolatier place in this city. It's called Sixth Course. I always, I always say sixth weird, but it's like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. TH sixth uh course and they like look I used to be a chocolatier as it were these fuckers are the real deal like people they are in one of the weirdest locations I've seen in this city and motherfuckers come down and like it's a destination spot to come down there to to have their particular shit because they're that fucking good. Like in San Francisco, where there's a million fucking places to get all kinds of shit everywhere, right? So, yeah, it's really good shit. And it's like a block away from my house. So I was like, all right, well, shit, I'll just walk over here, grab like one of these, you know, treat myself and walk home. But then I thought, well, shit, well, since I'm, you know, going, let me get like two of these little truffles there's like 250 a whop like all right let me get two of these little fuckers god damn it i used to go to a really cool chocolate spot in uh san francisco that is sadly closed down now i believe it was just called the san francisco chocolate company the owner was one of the nicest early, one of the earliest dudes i ever met here and one of the nicest fucking fellas in the entire world he met my mother he's a nice dude anyway um so I go down there, pick up the chocolate, walk across the street, I say hello. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up, Debbie? Whatever the fuck, right? I know it starts with a D, I'll never get it. I'm so shitty with names, it's awful. Anyway. Um So I was like, hey Deb. Like, hey man, and we're just bullshitting for like a minute. And then she's like, hey, like, so I drop her 10 bucks because, like, I thought it'd be just fun. Just like, you know, hey, fuck it. I got the money. Here's 10 bucks, Deb. You're sitting out here on the streets. Because, by the way, I, I'm pretty sure I've told you, but I used to live out on those motherfucking streets for, like, six years. So, like, I know exactly what it's like to be out there, big dog. And that shit sucks. And it's, it's like February in California. People don't think of California is cold, but they're so wrong. It gets so fucking cold in this town, man, or in California, because oh, it's just cold. It's just the where we sit on the equator, man. It's like, but like February, it's like 56, maybe 60 during the day, 62 maybe. And like 44, 42 at night. You know, 
it's not cool man not to sleep in fuck you and to be in that environment all day oh it's brutal on you man and like she it's really really weird to me it's like to me i i have a i have a preference i guess like a a shining towards like a a moon face person like a person with like a you know like a moon face you know sort of a round face with like a big smile you know a moon face that's what i always call it and she has that sort of face so it's like god damn it and she had, here's one of the weirdest things this chick does speed and she has a fucking set of perfect teeth perfect like my goddamn aunt does i i have a gap in my teeth that chick has perfect fucking teeth it's crazy anyway so <laughs> I go over there, give her the 10 bucks. She's like damn near to cry. <laughs> She's just smiling her ass off. I was so happy. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. And I, you know, said I sort of kneel down. She's sitting on this sort of, there's like one stair and then there's like a ramp, you know, the ramp sort of like on the other side, but whatever. So she's sitting on the stair and I'm just leaning on the little like um, steel. What do you call that? What do you what do you call that? The thing on the side of a thing, a handle, a rail, rail. I guess a rail. I'm laying, I'm just sort of hanging on the steel rail, and just sort of bullshitting, playing music and shit. I'm like you know, just like I said, dude. Ah, oh, dude, the one when I played Juice Newton, she flipped out. Like, cause I didn't play like uh, Queen Hearts. I played like. Um, Oh God! What is it? The way the way I love him, or some shit like that. Anyway, one of those like like off the beaten path songs. I played that shit first, and she just flipped out. She was like, "Juice Newton." That's when I learned that she liked '80s women singers, because like she even said "Juice Newton," which is crazy, man. Like, dude, you have to be a very particular type of person to know fucking who the fuck Juice Newton is and know her name and know her song she sang along with the motherfucker it's crazy <clears throat> anyway the point is what we were doing was uh <laughs> i was like so i gave her the 10 bucks and she's like hey man so i got some speed do you want some speed and i was like well you know you don't the thing is you never want to be a dick when somebody gives you wants to give you something especially if they're like homeless <laughs> And they want to give you something. Say, oh, okay, I'll I'll take it. And so, like, she, this is amazing. She, wherever she gets her sandwiches and shit from, she has them wrap them all in tin foil, so she has tin foil to smoke shit. <laughs> and what she did was she made like a little sort of canoe out of like two pieces of tin foil and she dropped some fucking meth inside to ring 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 right and then she took a dollar bill rolled it up like she was about to snort shit and i was like okay okay about to snort this shit right like because like oh man i'm ready to be up for like a day you know if, if like i was like fuck it if i'm gonna do like Look, I can take $5 worth of fucking meth and stay up for, like, three days, dude. Like, I can work that shit. So, like, this fucking shit was like, you know, like, whatever, dude. 
like we're just hanging out on the street like literally in a february morning or evening just bullshitting it's like it's still like five four four thirty five o'clock some shit like that like the sun's still out we're just bullshitting and like what she does is she takes that rolled up dollar bill she sticks it in her mouth she takes that fucking little canoe holds it in her left hand takes that lighter in her right hand and lights it under the canoe and just sort of drags it left right left right left right left right until the motherfucker starts smoking and then she just sucks the fucking uh, uh smoke from the the, the canoe into her little straw she's made out of a dollar and that's it and what's cool is and it's by the way kids it's never cool to do crystal methamphetamines but i'll tell you what's cool about this version when you do it that way it doesn't like make you stay up forever it's a much more mellow because you're not taking it all to the head like you do when you snort the shit or like any other way it's like it's more mellow so like that's so weird anyway oh shit i think i see paralegal jeff oh shit. yeah i know i know you're not a paralegal but that's still my favorite thing to call you forever i know but i still call you paralegal jeff I know. I don't care. I don't care. He's got electric boots. <laughs> it's paralegal Jeff. <laughs> para, paralegal Jeff. What the fuck? Okay, man. I don't know if they want that horse shit, but okay. <laughs> Nobody wants a cocktail mixer, man. You can leave a cocktail mixer outside. Nobody wants that horse shit. Trust me, I've been trying to sell that shit for two days. <laughs> trying to sell it for two days? Nobody wants that shit. Fuck no, nobody ever wants that shit. But my, but my uh, sales company I work for, they want me to have me for like three days selling master mixes without alcohol. Look at this guy. Is that, an, is that a new haircut? You sell cocktail mixes without alcohol. Um, I'm not sure. You tell me. You might want to raise that chair. It looks awfully low. You know, I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, you're on, Big Dog. I'm on. Yeah. I'm on. Yeah. Nothing against my my company. I just, uh, it's kind of tough to sell mixers without alcohol. Yeah, no shit. And especially in San Francisco, where it's like, man, this is too where everyone's healthy, and so the mixers are like forty grams of sugar <laughs> and like and like a thousand gra milligrams of sodium with the Bloody Mary. I'm like. <laughs> If you don't have, uh, n n next time I'm gonna like buy ice and then perhaps it, perhaps it will work. If I put a little little ice with the with the mixer, maybe it'll go better. It will go a hell of a lot better. Yeah, I'll try that later yeah. on. Yeah, because it'll be cool, but it'll be like watered down and get yeah, that bullshit yeah, out yeah. of it, out of it. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Anyway, how you doing, man? All right, man. I said I'd bring bourbon, and I brought I, I brought a couple you. of whiskeys. I brought one bourbon and one rye. My God, by because the way, you like, this is not going to turn into the fucking alcohol fucking podcast. No, it's not. No, it's just lately my man has been into some shit, and I'm interested. So, oh shit, the fucking gangbanger. And, and because you like this green label shit. 
Oh, right. You know, I what is that? Was that a uh, that? Let me see that again. Was that Jack Daniels, Ryan, or was that Jim Beam, Ryan? Ugh, Jim Beam. That's a, that asshole my friend drank. Pre- I love him, but no. Pre-prohibition. Yeah, it's all right. I, who cares? I, I like rye. Rye. That's all that matters. I, I don't give a fuck who who who, oh, yeah, I gotta. who built it. Watch out! They, your, your cigarettes. Boom! There they go. Oh, cool! Look at that. We're all paid up, motherfucker. I put my hundo in. A man's got the fifty in. We paid up before the motherfucking month started, bitch. Yeah, we're we're on time, bitch. Yeah, bitch. We're on time. Ah, ah. Cool, nothing. A, nothing against. Uh, if you're interested, buy Master of Mixes. Buy any of their products. Please. Who the fuck is Master of Mixes? Well, they make they make um they're 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 uh, uh, they're owned by American beverage marketers, so they they make mixers. So, if you're interested, go to a Safeway, buy some buy some mixers with with alcohol, preferably. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of tough. They. Uh, on time. Fill time, man. I'm filling, I'm, fig- I'm filling out an envelope and putting in a check. All right, all right, all right. Damn it. We're paid through. We're paid Just through. Just something. We're paid through. We're, we're on time. All right, cool, man. All right. Anyway, what's up, dude? What's up? What's up? Not not too much? Not too uh, much? Dude, well, I was telling a story about the... I was just finishing a story about uh, this thing I did last night with this all right, lady. All right, all right, all right. Um, no, well, no, it's fine. Like, it's cool. So, anyway, so what I was saying was... Um, so the so she did that shit and oh oh yeah so okay so it was so mellow and so weirdly like fucked up and like i say kids do not do crystal methamphetamine that is not good for you but if you happen to have to do it i would recommend that you smoke it (laughs) weirdly through a fucking <laughs> tin foil screen with like a lighter underneath and a dollar bill in your mouth. I promise you, you will not feel weak. You can what, sleep. What kind of, you can sleep bill? that. Does that have to be like a crisp dollar bill or I mean like a crappy old dollar bill? Doesn't matter. Oh, it's because you want it's to just, just roll. You, you just roll film? like you're about to snort cocaine with it. Okay. Just like that. All right. I just came in and he's talking about crystal meth and coke, and I brought the alcohol. We yeah, are, no, yeah, yeah. We're about we to are, have a fucking party today. We are enabling <laughs> we are everyone on the radio. <laughs> we are enablers. I, I saw. I took I, way too many. I saw the milligrams of fucking THC pills. So we're. Uh, he's we're been good. taking weed. Uh, yeah. uh, I tell you that bushmills. It tasted. I, I I tried it last night, and it was like oh, it was bananas and stuff. I, you I taste, still got the bananas, I, I, huh? I, t- I tasted a little bit this morning. This morning is like, <laughs> holy fuck, this is nail polish remover. What Told you, man. No, I it's a different part of the day. Remover. It's a different part of the day. It tastes different depending on the part of the day. Depends on your mood. No, no, no. It, it's like, where the fuck did the banana go? And it's like, I'm just tasting like, oh, man, this is rough. And I'll tell you why. Because you probably, that bananas, you probably let it sit for no, a minute. No, no. This has been, uh, you freaking No, the bitch, the, the bushmills you drank when it no, tasted no, like no, bananas. No, you you no. just drank it bang? No. Or did you let it sit? Oh, maybe I let, I let it sit. That's what I think you did. Because oh. if you don't let bushmills sit. The, the, then you get nail polish remover. That might be it. That that's, might be it. That's it. That that's is it. it. That might be it. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fucking it. Because remember, that's what we talked about the last time. Because like you, you had yeah, you yours. Remember, because you had yours. You had yours sitting. 
And I had mine, and, just, and I was yeah. like, pour me a fresh one. You're like, boy, oh yeah. boy, you want a fresh one? And I was, you were like, what the fuck? And I was like, man, smell this motherfucker. It smells like nail polish. And you were like, holy shit, this smells like nail polish. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, but the old, but the one that was sitting, bananas. Bananas. There you that go. shit was bananas. Or whatever, you know. That shit was B-A-N-A-N-A. Bananas. Anyway, right on. What's up, big dog? shit. Is bananas B A N A S? Yeah. Yeah, like the Gwen Stefani song. I know how to spell what do you, bananas. What do you want to you try what some is, what right now? What do you have now? there? What is this list? These are tasting notes that I got from online. I want to see if we can compare. We can you know what I almost brought? Thing. You know what I almost brought? And you tell me this would have been offensive. Well, first off, I got to ask you a question before you get into your tasting. No. Go ahead. Okay. What do you think of chicken and uh Cream corn soup. That sounds delicious. Does it sound amazing? Chicken corn soup, yeah. Chicken with like cream corn? In a like, soup? Yeah. I mean, corn Doesn't that soup sound is, amazing? Corn soup is good. Yeah. I yeah. love cream corn. Yeah, just put And yeah. like with that, the fat of the chicken and the way that like. It tastes good, man. It oh, sounds God, good. It sounds uh, good. Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I just, I've, been, I've I, seen I, it at this uh, Chinese restaurant and I like. Yeah. This this is the part where I was gonna get offensive. I was like, when you brought that thing out, I was like, you know what? I was gonna bring a Chinese menu here today and start asking, grilling you. Jack a Chinese menu? Yeah, no, I had one, and I was like, hey, dog, I want to ask you some questions about this shit because I don't understand this shit. I don't understand this but, shit. Either. But I wouldn't have figured like, because I figured right, I wouldn't have been offensive like if you had brought like a soul food menu to me or some shit. And I would like, brought fried yeah, chicken. George, what the fuck are like these like fried yams? Fried- you know what I mean? Yams, hey, what the yeah. fuck is a yam? You we'll know, do, we'll do a potluck. Fuck, you know? We'll do a potluck. Yeah, you know, cultural like, exchange of foods. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't have been bugged out, you know, but I was like, I don't know, man. This kind, that's kind of shitty. Well, I might want to talk I'll to him you first. Whatever you got. Yeah, but mm. I know, I, I know. That's why I love you because you can take whatever I give you. So anyway, well, sorry. Here you go. Uh, Let's not, get back to the tasting not menu. Not the ass, though. That's a whole different argument. What was I that? Have to pay for that. What? What was that? I don't know. You say, you say like, yeah, because I'll take whatever you give me. Well, not anything. Because uh, yeah. I'm not, you know, come on now. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo. I'm no. not going to fuck you no. be weird. Here's the thing. What I noticed in, in selling selling mixers, yeah. yeah, people prefer to, I mean, here in the city, they prefer good this wine. Awesome. They prefer their wine. They prefer their good wine. Yeah. Right. Oh, have you been to Asiento or whatever the fuck? No, 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 no. I haven't had time. Okay. Uh, I probably should get there. I mean, uh, one of these days. No, no, go, uh, what, I meant that other. Arlequin wine. Yeah, Arlequin. I, I probably should go there at some point for a wine tasting, but it's just been like. Fuck no, fuck that bullshit. <laughs> buy that, buy that fucking six that six pack and get the fuck out. You can tr- taste wine for like you know ten bucks and. Yeah, but that's them. bullshit. Fuck off. Well, I guess maybe you know you like that shit. Well, by I, the way, there's a whiskey tasting. Usually, because like I don't like being the only black guy in the room. And I usually don't like dress up and really fucking nice. I don't feel like I don't like. Be, like I don't dress up. I probably come. Yeah, but come like, but you know what? Like white this. people respect Asians more than they do black people, especially. In yeah, fucking, I feel like you got to dress up to go to. A wine yeah, tasting. a little bit, right? And yeah. it's like I don't. Ah, fuck you, man. But then I'm like, I'm surrounded by investors and real estate developers, and I'm like, this isn't my crowd. That's I, exactly. I'm just, here to, I'm just here to enjoy the wine. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So it's you, like you, I, does, you, I never feel comfortable in get, that you, environment. You, you might as well just like set up a rapport with the the pe- the hosts the yeah. shop 
because well, those people they're, they're business people they know their wines and they're like they welcome anybody who wants to learn more about wine generally you want to talk generally to, no who i want to talk to generally is the motherfucker pouring the wine yeah that guy's cool that motherfucker. those guys are cool too yeah those yeah. people the they, people they know what the talking workers about. and yeah. shit i'm yeah, down the, with the, them dudes the blue co- they're, they're blue collar when yeah it comes down I, to I can it. like they're the I ones can, who do the dirty work yeah, yeah. I, I can i can gig with them generally yeah, for sure for but sure those like, are the guys that i, I Maybe not necessarily the owner. But Sometimes, but, you know. Here's the thing, too. I grew up with, like, hoity-toity, like, white-collar motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, you came from uh, Michigan. Yeah, and, like, yeah. my parents, my mother knew, like, the, the fucking governor, Mary and shit. Like, like, like we mm-hmm. knew fucking people, man. Like, cause she, like I told you, she worked for the paper of the fucking thing. Nice. So we met all those goddamn people. Like, you know, she worked for Detroit Free Press? President of the goddamn company and all the, you know what I mean? So she worked for Detroit Free Press? No, she worked for just General Motors internal newspaper. Oh, the the trade mag. The panel channel. That's what it's called. The the trade magazine. Yeah, it's the the panel channel. If you want to know. Oh, panel channel. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) Panel channel. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I love the panel channel, dog. <laughs> did, you, did you want to try some? You're speaking to an ex-employee of the panel channel, motherfucker. And there you go. Did you want to try some? Absolutely. I can't wait. Oh, we got, uh, that's we the got, only thing I'm I waiting brought, on for you. I brought, to, I brought Maker's Mark, yeah, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and Jim Beam Pre-Prohibition Style Rye. I love rye whiskey. So, there, so before, oh well, I guess I should pour this so, so I, before I start talking. So at least you start listening. Okay. Well, I'll uh, fill some time by talking about the end of that dumb story. There you go. So Maker's Mark is a weeded bourbon. What does that mean? It means that there's no rye in the mash bill. Oh, okay. There's no rye in the mash bill. That's um, weeded, so it's been weeded out. It's a out. weeted bourbon. Oh, we- weeted. Weeted. Like, W-H-E-A-T-E-D. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spin so this the idea me. here, okay. So, no, on the nose, people, the, the make, makers mark themselves. Say you get woody oak, caramel, vanilla, and wheat. Uh, big blast. Um, another. Well, they're asking a lot. You, you, better, you better vanilla, let that caramel, brown sit for sugar, a even a bit of strawberry. Yeah, you better. Honey. Yeah, that fucker better sit for half a Hints second. Hints of vanilla, cinnamon, caramel. Maker's Mark, it, they make so vanilla much of this shit. Vanilla and caramel and cinnamon. Vanilla, caramel, cinnamon. That's pretty much the main things that you smell. See, when I when I when I hear that shit, I know it's bullshit because like. How do you know it's bullshit? Because of how wordily written it is. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. Calm down. When you first smell that thing, there's no way you smell all that bullshit. You can't smell fifty things. Nobody does. Three things. No, they say what? Say, say the things. Just the things. No, well, Maker's Mark on the website says oak, caramel, vanilla, and wheat. That's four. Okay, fine. Can you smell vanilla? Not yet. I can get the vanilla. No, not yet. I, I'm going to let it sit a bit. I'm, you know, that's what I've learned from you so far is to let shit sit. Is like, you know, because like if you don't let shit sit... You won't maybe experience baking spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, clove. No fucking way. Once again, I get that paint thinner smell. I'm just gonna let it. What the fuck, dude? I'm not joking. I'm gonna let it sit. 
Maybe it's my nose. You got to get past the burn. Got to get past the alcohol. Yeah, I know. Maybe, uh, you know. So, it's, so yeah. yeah. Maybe that's it. It's just burning my nose or something. Maybe, maybe. it's a little early in the day. Yeah. Well, the thing about weeded bourbon is that most bourbon whiskeys, most bourbons have a little bit of rye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most of them. So the idea is that in order for it to be a bourbon, it has to have be at least 51% corn. So this yeah. has got at least 51% corn, but most of the time... Like for example, like bullet bourbon or okay. or other bourbons that probably be like you know seventy percent corn, like maybe ten percent, twelve percent rye, okay. and then the, the remaining like barley, malted barley or something like that. Right on. Um, but the idea is uh, supposedly the the guy who made Maker's Mark, who started it, Bill Samuels. He's like, I want to try What's his this. Name? Bill Samuels. Bill Samuels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the maker of Maker's. Well, he was the founder of Maker's. Okay. And the idea was he wanted to try this old-time recipe, and he basically just threw out the recipe book and just started, okay, I'm going to make a weeded bourbon. Now, am I crazy, but Maker's Mark is, like, new-ish, right? No, Maker's Mark has been around since, like, the 70s. Yeah, but that's newish for so, fucking whiskey, yeah, ain't I mean, it? it began in 1950 but it really became, came of age in the 70s and 80s. That's when, sort of new, though, right? Well, like, traditional whiskey is, like, from the 1800s, Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking like Jack Daniels or you know, they've, like, they've had their recipes for a while, but they always kind of tweak it a little bit so yeah, they have yeah. consistency of flavor. Of course, like yeah. any goddamn good cook. But I'm yeah. just saying. But the Maker's Mark, it's it's a little newer, is all it's, I'm saying, compared it, to like the ones most people think of as whiskeys, like when you top of the brain. Sure, Jack right? Daniels, Jim yeah. Beam, yeah, uh, Old Forester, yeah, 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 yeah. top of the brain fucking whiskey. That's all about, I'm saying. You think about those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. With Maker's Mark is just newer. It's like Wild 50s Turkey, fifties. That's weird. That's yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, well, uh, so the uh, yeah, and the idea is that it's supposed to be a the, back in the day it was like a premium whiskey. Oh, absolutely, it, it, is. it was like it. It, it, That's why they did that dumb fucking it's ex- wax. It's expensive because it is. That dumb wax. Yeah, there you go. That dumb wax hood bullshit. So like, the dumb like wax it's an old hood wine thing. bottle. Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing about the wax. Okay, the like very familiar. Bottle. If, if you guys look at Maker's Mark and it has this like red wax that kind of just drips down, drips yeah. down the bottle, they're the only ones who can do that. Get out of here. They're the only ones. Oh, they who fucking can do that. trademarked it. They trademarked it. Ha <laughs> ha. That's why if you look at like uh, except for wine bottles, you can absolutely do it on those. Sure, sure, sure. But but whiskey, fuck for whiskey, no. Whiskey, if you do the, if you do the drip drop wax thing, you can go fuck that's yourself. Maker's Mark, and they will sue your ass if you do something. Wow. Do the same thing. That's why you see something like looks like if you look at Evan Williams single barrel. Yeah. They have the wax, but they have to cut it off at the top. Oh, they do. <laughs> they cut it off at the top. They there's can't only, let it drip. There's one other. There's one other whiskey I've seen uh, that does the drip, but it's like in Sweden. Oh, okay. And they do like a, they do like a, they have a different flask. Maybe they're like out of fucking uh, territory or some shit. But they, they decide their bottle is so different and, and it's oh, that's what it is. so that they can probably get away with it. Yeah. But everywhere when you see that drip wax, that's you like, you know, Maker's Mark. That's a Maker's Mark. That's a Maker's Mark. Yeah. That's the Maker's Mark. That And it was started by Billy Samuel's wife when they did, when they did the, when they did the, his wife idea, did it. Her idea was to have it like, ha, to cap it off. Dip it in wax. Dip it in wax. Seal it in wax. Seal it with wax. That was her idea. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's this yeah. old lady's idea. Yeah. That's old cool, lady's man. Idea. There you go. Right on. Maker's so, Mark. It says Kentucky, which means it's from Kentucky. Straight, which means it is aged at least two years. Okay. Bourbon, yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff for it to be legally called bourbon. Yeah. And take a look at this. It, it They spell it without the E. 
They spell it like a uh, scotch. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, it's old school. That's cool. Yeah. You know what? Now that it's been sitting for a minute, I can smell like that fruity shit that they're talking about. Yeah, they're, there you go. There you go. It's a little bit fruitier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can yeah. smell those fruity it's notes. Sweet. Yeah, it's, it's sweet very smell. sweet smelling. Very sweet smell. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's no rye. And compare saying like you, you eat like white bread, which is wheat, versus rye bread. They're completely different things. Yeah. You know what's fucked up? <laughs> that's what I was going to say earlier. What? I used to love Wild Turkey 101 rye like a motherfucker. Like, right. I used to drink a fifth a day. But like rye bread like plain rye bread i can't stand yeah it. me neither i for like i think for I like a week like, no for a week i think my fat like my mom made like sandwiches for me and my brothers like all on rye with, bread with rye oh, bread it was God. like what is this it's brutal it doesn't it doesn't it, it it's a very acquired taste here's the thing yeah i can take like a slice of rye bread yeah but i can't take like two slices on top little, of wheat got, with my motherfucking uh, ham and my shit on it, because they still got the little rye seeds in there, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I just I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with the crunch. I can't. I just crunchiness. can't. I can't. It's it, weird. It's weird. Hey, if you like rye bread, phone in. And yeah, then yeah. Argue let, with let us, us know. It is uh, like five rye, five zero zero five one one. We're at two seven eight one twenty first street, Florida. Yeah. Muni huh. Radio. Yeah. We come got down. The festival coming come down up. and fight us if you like rye. Yeah. Come on yeah. down, bitch. Uh, Oh, dude, I that, I told you, I I did tell you about that, right? I told you, I, I, like how I had that fucking memory. Ooh, cherries. I this, yeah. this 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 smells like at a certain point, it smells like. Cherry, yeah, I can see that cherries. cherry vanilla. Yeah, yeah. It's cherry vanilla. It smells like a fucking cherry coke almost. Yeah, exactly. It's cherry vanilla coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is why this goes well with coke. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, whiskey and coke. No shit. Makers and coke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just saying. I did tell you, we were talking about fighting just half a second ago, and I was just mm, thinking, mm. I did tell you, right, I think we talked about this on online, if not, I, I would love to, like, about me fighting my friend two to three times a fucking week That's for 15 okay. years. That's spicy. Ever tell you that? <coughs> How long ago? Like, when I was a kid. Okay. Like from, like, zero to 15. I used to have to fight this asshole every fucking time because he wanted to fight. Like, as a friend, hey, let's play fight. But they always turn into real fights. Oh, yeah. I used to do that with a friend. I was into wrestling. The, then we'd yeah, hang because out the and 80s, the WWF, right? WWE with 90s. 90s, WCW, okay, well, for and me, WWE. It was, and I, would, it was and I w- wanted to try wrestling moves on him. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we got into fucking fights. Sorry, Brian. For 15 <laughs> years. Fuck him. David Rogusta. I remember one time this motherfucker hit me in the head so hard like he hit me in the temple with his knuckles he just Damn. came in on me just because he's bigger than me he's like a so this was so a, was i always call friend? him a pig man so he was your friend yeah he's my oldest friend his sister was my babysitter when i was zero and he was her younger brother therefore i've known him since forever because so you guys you guys yeah you guys um we played fucking star wars your toys. friendship was big okay so we and played you, all that shit and together. so you you gi joe used to like atari you know, be a little rough with the with the friendship. we would get fucking fighting dog what does it gotta do with like i throw my fucking shoulder so into what's it? gotta do with wild turkey rye nothing oh. we were just talking about fighting and i would oh, just okay. it just made me think about it just like 
I, I can't believe I used to fight a motherfucker that much. Like, I, but mm. what it makes me think of is like, I think that's why, like, when I grew up, I was like, I ain't scared of no man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you means you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, if, you, if you, you've been through the gauntlet, right? Yeah, dude, you feel dude, like, hey. When he rang my bell, it, I didn't fall. Ring I just. Bell. I just threw this fucking shoulder like into his fucking right here, right, yeah. right into his fucking honey spot, you right between his chest, yeah, and right in the sternum. You speared the motherfucker, and yeah. I just dropped into the floor, and I just started wailing him in his face. Good times. Yeah, dude, it was super fun. Here's the here's the thing: the winner of those fights, the, all you got to do was like get to pick what we got to play next. Yeah, you know, something like, like that. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. Hey, man, I want to play G.I. Joe's next. Oh, man, I want to play the Sega next. Why couldn't it have been like, <laughs> it's your turn now and my turn next That's time? That's what I thought. I don't like fighting at all. Oh, okay. Did he have, okay, so. But he, I don't mind was fighting that, because of that so shit. He, so he, he grew up with his sister. Any, any other children? Any other siblings? No, he had his older sister. He's a weirdo. So he probably had to deal. He's probably, he probably got picked on by his, by his older sister back in the day. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's a cunt. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> Dude, David's dead as fuck. So David died of bone cancer. Your friend? Yeah, no, he's dead. Yeah, he, oh. I, I used to say he's dying of bone cancer, but I think he must be dead by now. Because I used to say like three years ago, but he must be dead by now. What? Well, okay. I don't give a okay, fuck. Sorry. He's an okay. asshole. Okay. He's an asshole hit me in the skull. Fuck him. I broke up with All that. Right. I broke up with that friend. He fuck hit him. you in the skull, and you hit him in the sternum. I've hit him. We've hit each other fair in a bunch fair. of fucking places, bro. Fair <laughs> is fair. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time he was trying to choke me out. I told you about this one when he tried to choke me out. That's that guy. He was laying on me, his whole fucking body, like an asshole, choking my neck like a dick. And just he wants to see what it, what it looks like yeah. when a man falls asleep. Well, you know what? Cora's son does not fucking fall asleep. So I had about five fucking breaths left, and I remember pulling my hand. I had one hand here, and I had one hand up here, and he was just choking me. And I and I and I was like, I'm about to lose two breaths pulling this hand down to here because he's gonna choke, choke, choke. So he choked the shit out of me. What are you about to give me the horn? I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, but this is getting a little dark, man. I don't care. I'm gonna. It's a cool ending. Give me. Let me. All right. All right. Finish story. it up, man. So he's choking me, and then I'm like, "Hey, man." So I pull the arm under. I got two breaths left. I go one. He's choking. I put my hand under me like a jack, and I remember to spread my fingers out wide, and I just push up, and break the inertia. Uh huh. And I take this elbow, and then I just swing it into his fucking ribs, and then I take this fucking knuckles, and then I swing it right back into those ribs. And then he's done. And then I hit him in the fucking jaw. May he rest in <laughs> peace. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Serves him right. He should have gotten bone cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man. Let me tell you. When I broke How's up with that. that makers no, let me tell you. I haven't had a sip yet. <laughs> let me, keeps, well, it may be improved well, because Let me tell you something. When that asshole. When the, the reason I broke up with him is because my friend, Mark, our friend, Mark Anderson. Skinny little nice dude. White guy? Sounds like white, white yeah, guy. Yeah, they're all white guys. These oh, all, he was a white guy? trailer trash white fuckers. I thought he... Okay. This is David Rogusta. Rogusta. Yeah. Yeah, like he's a... Polish a asshole. Rogusta or Italian? Polish? Nah, or, I don't know what the fuck. 
his dad was awesome and he died when mark when he was young anyway mark mark was fucking at his house we're playing basketball he's checking the ball really fucking hard at me like a real dick right i i knew when we rolled up there like if we play basketball david's gonna be a dick because david's being a real asshole today and he started chucking the ball at me you know real hard instead of like you know how you're supposed to bounce past the ball to a motherfucker on a one-on-one might have been angry for a long time in his life Uh, yeah yeah anyway it doesn't matter i don't give a fuck anyway so he throws the ball at me instead of checking throwing it at me and i bounce past it back yeah trying to you know trying to cool the situation down (laughs) Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. He, and then he just throws it right back at me, and I was like, "All right, man." So we play our fifteen fucking, you know, points. I think he wins or whatever the fuck. And then Mark goes up, and then he does, and I go, "God damn it! If he does that same bullshit to Mark, I'm gonna be. It's all over." And then he did it, and then I just basically berated him, and I'm not gonna say what I said right now to him, but. I said a lot of really awful shit about him and his fucking family and the way that he deals with people and the way that he deals with life and the way that his future is going to go and the way that his sister is. Wow, you just went all there. Yeah, I laid you it went, all you, out to him, big you dog. Went there. And you went I, there. And then I walked the fuck away. Just walked and found a fucking phone and called my mother. and was like, I need to get home because I, I'm too young to drive. And this guy is freaking just uh just not in the mood. To, that, I just yeah. cut him out of my life. Oh no, the whole point of that was because Mark Anderson, mm. nice guy, he dies two years later, diabetes, seventeen. That was the point. Yeah, I'm just saying like people who died, they're all dead. All these people I'm talking about. Well, the point about talking about this guy who used to beat you up, you end up talking. The, the conclusion is that this other guy is also dead. Is also dead. Yeah, there you go. I guess there was no point. Sorry. You f- you feeling about this like uh, these two guys or like Mark Anderson? He seemed like a decent guy. I love Mark Anderson. He was an awesome dude. So so it was a good die young. Only the good die young sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's diabetes in my family. Hey, man, David was cool. I like David, but he was just a dick. You know, he was just nuts. He liked to fight and shit. He's one of those dudes. What are you gonna do? I can't. I can't help you. Salute. Salute to David, man. A toast to David and Mark. Anderson, yeah, wherever you are. Wherever you guys are. Yeah, they're all under the ground. Because they both live in a fucking Upjohn and Pfizer. See, that's the thing. I think it's because they live next to that fucking chemical. In order to be called called bourbon, it's got to be aged in brand new charred American oak. Oh, yeah, that's a... Charred it's a, thing, yeah, it's that's weird. Be, yeah, so how the fuck do they do that? They just set them over like flames, yep, and just sort of barrel. turn them and turn them and turn them and turn them and turn them. And. They don't need to turn them; it's just like they put the barrel inside. Well, depending on the cooperage, okay. Like if you go to an American cooperage, they'll just have it mechanized like an assembly line where they take like a bunch of them. I would assume together. so. Yeah, like flames just like shot shoot up. Okay, and they just char them to a certain point. You know, depending on how long they keep the flame. But they, you don't have to move that barrel. You no, just, it's you all leave charred. It stationary. You leave it stationary. Okay. It's just charred. It's just charred on charred perfectly. That's charred enough. Okay. Well, there's there's different. There's toasting and there's charring. Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking of toasting. Toasting is more like you keep it there for like a few seconds, just okay. kind of get it, just kind of get it like nice and brown. Yeah. But 
you see a regular charred oak. It's you just black. want it just just it's black. black. Yeah. And what happens just is flame it up. So I bet it sh- so it shoots through the yeah, top of the barrel. And there's different char levels. They can go from like one to even five. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so like how deep into the wood? How how charred do you want it? How yeah. how like freaking black do you want your how freaking? How deep like, into the wood do you want that shit charred? Yeah. Okay. Now some most most uh whiskeys Oof. they'll do char level three or four. Yeah. Wild turkey one oh one is char level four. So they put like a lot of char. So that's like heavy on the so the more charring you get, the more the alcohol will break down that the the charred oak Absolutely. and release a lot of the vanilla. Vanilla oh, flavor. the vanilla flavor. What it is? So what? So when when part of the one of the byproducts when alcohol wow. breaks down the cellulose is vanillin. It so when you taste vanilla in your whiskey, that's from the oak. That's from the wood. That's amazing. Yeah, you burn wood. That's why it's a, like sometimes sap kind of like. Burnt oak kind of has this kind of like almost a kind of a sickly sweet smell to it. Sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. I, I used to have pine trees in my yeah, yard. Yeah, vanillin. Yeah, it, vanillin is a naturally occurring like you break down like alcohol. Wow. Working with the cellulose that's and breaking really down the oak, it releases the vanillin. No, oh, yeah. well, and I would assume that's also why they're so dark, and right? O- that's yeah. why they're like the, I'm assuming the, the higher coloring. the char level, and of course the, darker, the coloring too. The yeah, darker, the darker, the... You, darker you get, the more the interaction of the of the of the moonshine, like the distillate is like vodka. It's just clear, but you add it with the wood. The wood will actually make it brown. That's what I yeah. assumed. And the thing is that, like, compared to like, like I'm comparing it to like, uh, remember? So like you last can week? almost tell by the fucking color of yeah. the alcohol, the color of the you wood. Could, you could of kind the barrels, sort of. All, of. Not, not all, not the completely, time. but generally speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll bring in. Um, you can tell that's a dark fucking barrel. That I'll bring thing it. I'll bring. In. I'll bring in a, a scotch maybe next week. God, damn aged it. in sherry barrels. <laughs> As aged in sherry wine barrels. And yeah. it's orange. You keep talking about that. It's shit. Orange. I, I got it. Uh, I, I'll, I'll at least see that one. Because the wine, because the wine casks will impart different flavor. Like yeah, versus, I know. Versus like they brand new oak. Versus well, yeah, brand new oak. Yeah, that's why like if you bourbon whiskeys, rye whiskeys from America, they're like woof. That's got the spice kick to it. They okay. got that oak kick to it because it's brand new oak. Yeah. The the more times you use gotcha. the oak barrel, yeah, yeah, the more it's times you, yeah. The more times you use the oak barrel, the less of the stuff you're going to extract out of it. And it's so almost it's, like an aged pan. Like yeah. it, like it, like a cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. if you have like a new yeah, skillet. Yeah, it's got a layer on it. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not going to have like. Until you fucking real keep yeah. cooking that motherfucker. Yeah. Well, it's a little bit different because, uh, I mean, with a skillet, I mean, if the older the skillet, that kind of adds a little bit of a character to yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if it, you have like an old barrel, doesn't that add some character it to does, it? It does, but it's not going to, well, it's not going to add as much character to okay. it. Okay, okay. So it, it's kind of like. It doesn't So it almost is like a balancing act between how much of the flavor from the distillate itself. Versus okay. how much flavor you want from the barrel. Gotcha. Generally got speaking, sixty to seventy percent of the flavor of a whiskey will come from the barrel itself, from the wood. Said sixty. Sixty to seventy percent. Yeah. Whoa. Generally speaking. Generally Whoa. speaking. Yeah, it's an amazing. That's an amazing statistic, right? That's because crazy. You think, yeah. It's almost like why the fuck do we even make this shit? Just pour some water in the fucking barrels can we <laughs> water the water is not gonna really yeah no yeah acid, i know i know i'm just saying but another thing is yeah, also what like, the fuck another thing That's also wild another thing is depending on on the proof that you that you that you put the barrel put That's, him in the barrel doesn't that really the higher proof versus a lower proof barreling higher proof 
you'll get more of the van I think you'll get more of the vanilla. Lower proof, you'll get more of the. Uh, <coughs> you'll get. <coughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah, depending on if it's like, um, if you barrel it at like a hundred twenty proof. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this 100, before. Hundred and five proof versus and then like you if let you barrel it drop at 90, to like eighty or whatever. Well, the, the lower the strength of the alcohol will determine how much the interaction and what kind of flavors you're gonna get. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, yeah. that depends on how long it sits in the barrel, right? I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's the and the barrel. If the barrel has so much, it, uh, it's DJS. Excuse me. Yeah, but um, but yeah, um, let me see. Yeah, please leave that up and bring up a new. Just bring up a new tab. Can you bring up a new one? Yeah, thanks, man. Because I'm gonna play something off of there on our break when we go to break. Yikes, brother. Broda. Hey, Broda. Yeah. Hold on, because it's like lower. Yeah, so, so Pam Benjamin's in the house, big dog. Remember, it's Mutiny Radio, big dog. We got the fucking festival coming up. 50 comics, 45 shows. I think it's four days. The best. March 3rd, please show up. Pam's always stressed, and I hate this time of year because I, I feel stress walking into this building every fucking time this time of year just because of Pam's damn stress. So please, please show up if you're a fan of our show. Show your love to the so Pam Distilleries that practice low barrel entry proof. It's more costly to put whiskey into barrels any lower than the maximum 125, but these distillers, Four Roses, Wild Turkey, Weller and Van Winkle, Maker's Mark, Peerless, Roland, and Michters. So what, what did, I, didn't, I didn't catch the first part of that sentence. What, so, um, what does that mean? Uh, so why is lower proof better? So the, the maximum you can do it, so when you when you so you get the distillate out and then you're gonna put it in the barrels. Yeah. Uh, it cannot be any higher than 125 proof when it's inside when you first put it into the barrels. I get that. Yeah. And some some people like Maker's Mark they'll bring it down to 115 proof and then barrel it. Okay. Um. So like, what? About, just curious. But they just like let it just sort of sit wherever the fuck it was sitting before it and just let the alcohol content sort of evaporate until it's down to 115. It's the extra and water. And then just drop it into the barrel. Is yeah. that sort of the deal? Andrea Wilson, who works for Michter's, I think she actually may be currently at the time, but this this time she was a manager. I think this time she's actually the master. Ooh. <laughs> master distiller. Boy, oh boy, you're having a fucking fit. No, what the fuck? Should we take a break? You want to take the break right now? That'd be fine. No, no, no. Hold on. If you've ever tasted a whiskey that's over-oaked, you'll likely pick up astringency, dryness, and bitterness. Um, what the fuck is over-oaked? Who the fuck would bottle over-oaked shit? With the tannins and the wood sugars. People who like wine. Okay. Um, well, I mean, sometimes if you have, like, you know, really high... Nate, is it, are there, like, brands that are over-oaked, like, on purpose? You know what I mean? Yeah, like the freaking Trader Joe's we tried last week. Oh yeah, that's over oak. That's over oak. Gotcha. That is really that. over oaky. Uh, gotcha. I'm gonna because I tried it a little bit. It, it, I I appreciate it, but I I tried some Glenfiddich 12, and it's like it's that. a 46 dog or whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, <laughs> and that's it's, Trader Joe's. That's a right. That's that the is, right call. That it's is a 42 or some shit. It's it, it's kind of crappy. It is shit. Don't get me started on fucking Trader Joe's again, man. I'm not gonna get in that. I'm, you know what? I'm over them. 
just from last week talking shit about him. I'm just like I'm already over him. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just trying to re well because yeah, you'll you'll extract different flavors from lower proof aging. And it'll tend to be a smoother whiskey. You won't have as What does much that mean when you're talking about lower proof aging? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm what, what does that phrase mean? So again, so the idea is that when you first distill it, say like you distill it the second time around and distill it you have is going to be the, the moonshine you have is going to be at 125 proof, maybe, okay. or maybe lower. They might lower the proof a little bit. How? Adding water. Okay. I'm like, just, I'm just asking. Cause I, I really so don't know. So the higher the proof the stronger the alcohol I the, know more, that. the more the the more it's going to interact with it's going to extract certain uh, certain more molecules out of the wood than if it's and then if they say they water it down and then they put it in okay yeah i didn't know that they watered down their whiskey well how That's else so you, fucking how else do you get it to 40% evaporate this shit man let the Age, time, motherfucker. Actually, if you evaporate it, it actually gets it gets stronger. Higher, higher. Yeah, I just yeah. thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I thought the alcohol content would like. Am I am I dumb to think that the alcohol content would just like like evaporate into the air? Also, when doesn't the alcohol also evaporate? Yeah, you get the angel share. The angel share. So, uh, depending on where you are, the environment and climate, say um, cooler climates like here or in Scotland, every year two percent of that barrel, two percent of the alcohol will be gone. So, by in yeah. fifty years, in fifty years, there'd be nothing left in okay. that barrel. So, it, it becomes kind of a key thing to you know that's in a business that is an, a straight up loss. You have to take that two percent as a loss. Absolutely. If you live, if you're in, from. In, yeah, if you're like it from India or Taiwan, where they're really hot, they don't have or Australia, they don't really have to age it for like six to ten years, because because those their angel share is like ten percent, fifteen percent. Okay. Think about fifth, like a ten percent angel share every year. That seems like a lot. That you lose ten percent of what you make every year. And All you those to, fucking places you just mentioned. It, well, it's warm climates, like in Texas. Oh, any warm. Oh, any, any warm climates. Cl the, you're the, fucked. You're gonna evaporate a lot more fat. A yeah, lot faster. That's what I said. That's but what, what I happens thought. is the aging, the heat, the warmth is actually going to age it faster. Well, I was just thinking, just because, like, if you like, let's say, like, you know, you've been hanging out all night and you have a fucking beer you left out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, fuck, I'm going to just have a sip of this fucking beer in the morning. You know what I mean? You're 20 fucking two or whatever, right? And fuck it. I just have hair of the dog and just sip that beer. Sure. The fucking beer doesn't have any alcohol, it doesn't seem like. Am I right or wrong? Say that again. If you leave a beer out overnight. Yeah, it goes bad. It's not that it goes like that. It's like there's lots it of oxidized. bubbles and shit. It gets oxidized. Yeah, but the alcohol content. Does that stay in the beer, or is that gone also? Well, um, the alcohol will cling to other compounds inside the beer, and so it may like not, the liquid in the beer, the other stuff in the liquid, the the, the hopping, all those aroma, all those compounds that make up the beer. Yeah, the I'm thinking like will, a Miller High Life. I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, in my head. If, if you take, if you leave it out for a day, it may not lose all the out. It I'm won't just, lose all the alcohol, but alcohol will will start to oxidize and alcohol will start to evaporate. So alcohol does evaporate. That's what I'm yes, wondering. Yes, at what room I'm temperature. At. I mean, here's the thing. Um, 
not at room temperature but it, the thing is that the aromas and flavors will go away well yeah for sure so you'll get a bad beer that just tastes like well uh, yeah it's gonna taste gross i yeah. didn't say it's not gonna taste gross but like if you still wanted to like keep your little buzz going or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. is there still beer in that beer the next morning is there alcohol still there yeah 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 but like has how much would you figure it's like gone away is it you know what i mean i don't know i don't know if they've done too many tests on that but you know there's gotta be that's you know what i mean anyway whatever I was, I was just wondering, you know, because that's what made me think about evaporation mm. in alcohol and beer in general. You know, yeah. like if you just so, let that shit sitting out, wouldn't the shit just sort of like evaporate and just sort of mist off yeah. in the wherever well, the, the fuck? Thing, if you it, this, you know, this little this little drop here. Yeah. Yeah, it'll evaporate overnight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that, that's the idea. But so I, to say you know, that the I'm not. The I'm, I'm like it's weird. It's like it. I'm not talking about the liquid. I'm talking about just the alcohol itself. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't want to confuse the two sure. to make us say like we're talking about two different things. No, yeah. I'm not talking about the liquid in that cup. I'm talking about the alcohol in that cup. Well, it's forty. It's 45% alcohol. So 45% yeah. of this? Yeah. Would that, would that be gone? Half of it will be gone. Before that other half. The, the, yeah. The, 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 the other half, part, the, the other half, part. which is, well, yeah. But then it will actually... No, fifty-five percent. Well, water will evaporate at some point. Well, too. yeah, that, yeah, of course. Like probably soon after. But what you'll get, but you'll, that forty-five you'll leave, goes you'll first. leave that kind of, uh, you'll leave the kind of um, sheen. The sheen that has actually the smell, the aromas. Okay. So. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. can still taste it. You can still smell it, and you can still, if you if, if you smell it now, like if it'll smell like a lot of like vanilla. Wait. Yeah. But that, but that, but just to be clear, that first forty-five goes first. That alcohol burns off before that water does, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now smell it with like. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, it's like really cherry vanilla. For sure, especially after it smells like, like it's red been vines, people. It smells like red vines. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does it smell like cherry or does it smell like licorice? Fuck it, it smells like red vines. I, that alcohol, like, I really have to get used to that, out, getting past that goddamn alcohol. But when I really breathe deep into it... Oh, here's what you do. Breathe with your mouth open at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to do a cycle of, like, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, and just sort of, like, taking it all in. Yeah, man, please do, bro. Yeah, dude. You, you Hey, I think it's because they have pets in here sometimes or some shit. You can get the fucking the hinkies. Fucking around in here, man. <laughs> or you know the the I have I have dog and cat allergies, so I hate when they have fucking pets in here. It blows my mind, but I don't give a fuck. Some lady brought her fucking dog into the Chinese restaurant yesterday, but whatever. You know what I loved? I saw these two little old ladies eating Chinese food the other day. That was so fucking adorable. I could have just taken a fucking I I. If I was a painter, I would have made a painting of the shit. <laughs> they were so darn pretty. They had their little hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. These little two old little Asian ladies just eating their little. Yeah, it's so cute. But you know Until what? they talk. Yeah. Oh, Until no. they talk. <laughs> I have been around Asian grandmothers. Yeah, no. They I are the meanest motherfuckers. No, yeah, no, I don't. They are mean motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to hear what they got to say. They're passive aggressive to the extreme. <laughs> Passive aggressive to the extreme. 
I've lived with. Hey, yeah. They gotta be nuts. But there's some of the coolest. You might want to grab that because I don't want to leave that on the edge of the counter there. But um, there, I I love their style of fashion, and that's it. I don't like their 